welcome back to Bat Rankings. You come for Batman, and I'm, I'm not seeing a compelling reason to stay. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched the Penguin episode. Uh, now, to give this episode credit where credit is due, I really liked how nobody was ever on model. The, just the, the symbolism of how identity is really just a mental construct that can fade away at any moment. It's, it, it was a bold choice. Yeah, very... Uh... <laughs> so um, I do remember when this one aired because I was, I was kind of excited. This, once again, follows uh, Batman Returns was in theaters back in 1992. Yep. This uh, show, we looked it up, it was in September. Yep. Of 1992, so and I, Penguin was never my favorite villain, but I I, I like him okay. Sure. And uh, you know they showed the animation, and he has this line something about, uh, you know, uh, he's like floating down from his umbrella. He says some line I can't remember. I was like, oh cool, because you know I liked I liked Batman Returns. I thought that was a good movie. Then this episode I saw it and. <sighs> <laughs> So, even as a kid, this yeah. Was... So, uh, remember how how I was complaining that they don't always pair up their their A animation studio with their A scripts? Well, sometimes <laughs> they do pair up their D animation studios with their D scripts. They did it. They did it. They, they got did the not worst with the worst. Yeah, they did not <laughs> waste a good TMS animated episode on a shit script. I, I was looking it up on uh, IMDb, and yeah, uh, Bruce Tim, just about everyone involved with this episode is like, they all say it sucks. <laughs> and they all kind of publicly admit they failed, which is an interesting... And yeah. You know, I just... They're not wrong. They're not wrong. <laughs> I've been a little hard on this show sometimes with, you know, your, your, it's never too late, your POVs, your, your episodes that are, you know, are going for something and fail. This is an episode that somehow was going for absolutely nothing and still failed. It, it's so dated. Like it just, everything about it is so nineties. Yeah. It's, it wants to be home alone. It wants to be Dennis the Menace. It wants to be, uh, God three ninjas it yeah. wants to be <laughs> so we have our we have the penguin he's here he's in the mix yep stealing a faberge egg because that's something that birds do he's got two mooks and yep. they are on a scaffolding pretending to be window washers but they yep. have a very you know intricate uh device to steal this Fabergé egg. Yeah, they got glass cutters going and it's, you know, it's a heist movie for a second, only that part is very easy. It's actually the best part of the episode. Yeah, they just, (laughs) they get in and out. There are no complications with their plan. Their plan goes off without a hitch. They steal the Fabergé egg. It turns out it was all the Penguin's plan. Right, because Penguin likes bird-related merchandise. Yes. (laughs) And one of the hired mooks is voiced, uh, he does the Raphael voice. Rob Paulson. So that's neat. Did You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Penguin, it's all part of his plan. Batman shows up. Yep. Uh, 
and our our two little heroes, our little junior detectives, Sherman yeah. and Roberta, see the vulture. That's the penguin's pet vulture. They know it's a South American vulture because they're because Sherman's kids. a nerd. He's a nerd. He has glasses. Yep, big nerd. Nerds have glasses. People and people without glasses are not nerds. Yes, that's how it works. Uh, he is 10, 11, probably. And. <laughs> Doggo is very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Even the dog doesn't like this episode. Yes. He is 10 or 11, and he dresses like me, a 37 year old man. <laughs> Got his his long sleeve collared button up shirt with his sleeves rolled up and yep that's that's our boy Sherman and then Roberta is kind of a tomboy looking girl well she's a wearing a baseball cap clearly yep. a tomboy, tomboy although her only the only thing she does is say I don't know Sherman that is her entire character yeah she doesn't do doesn't I don't know there's, there's two bullies too. Are yep. they bullies though? They're not even bullies. They are very as bullies go, they are very mild. Yeah. They they tease Sherman by calling him names that are not his name, but yeah. are not in neither are they insulting names. They are just other names besides Sherman. If they were uh hot sauces, they'd be red devil. They're that mild. Yes. They are not Tabasco worthy. No. Or Tapatio. They are an incredibly mild group of bullies who kind of pick on Sherman and then Sherman just kind of shrugs them off to follow the big giant vulture. Yep. And you even pointed out, it was like, they weren't even that much of bullies. They were yeah. just kind of wanted to be friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, guys. I, I have, uh, yeah, I've teased women harder than this and then gone on successful dates with them. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to get a date with Sherman. Roberta or his mom. They seem to really like his mom. That's true. <laughs> uh, Very polite boys. Yeah. When his mom's around. <laughs> uh, basically after that. Uh, yeah. They, they see a little, egg. little fight with Batman and the penguin uh, realizing what every other villain has failed to do so far, which is to point his weapon directly at Batman and pull the trigger. And that does it. It shoots a little gas ball at Batman. Yeah, it's a gas ball. Yep. As uh, birds, obviously, uh, known for their gas attacks, their poisonous gas. Yes. (laughs) All those poisonous birds (laughs) in nature. Uh, And then Batman gets real sleepy and Penguin runs away. (laughs) And then the kids help. Yep. They get in the Batmobile. They they, drag Batman into the Batmobile. And push buttons until things happen. Uh, he Sherman drives the car, even though he says, I'm just a kid. I don't know how to drive. Uh, he damn near says that. Now this is pod racing. My God. Oh, Jesus. That, I didn't think about what, that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's never really, speak really about prescient, again. <laughs> really, a, really ahead of its time, this episode. It was uh, a couple years ahead of yeah. Lucas. Uh, they wind up at their house. They put him in the basement. And there's your your episode title. Da, 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 da. Uh, of course, the mom doesn't believe. She, what are you kids doing down there? Nothing, mom. Yep. Roberta offers to call the police, which would clearly be a sensible course of action. They have guns. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would know how to handle this situation. And Sherman says no. 
something something I'm a detective right a detective never reveals his client right right isn't that the lawyer yes or a psychologist or it could be a detective too maybe I don't know and then the bullies show up Um, yep and then that man says something about capsules yep because there's an antidote to all poisons it's in the Batmobile in the visor yep not in his utility belt where it could you know be easily accessed (laughs) at a moment's notice in fact if it had been in there he probably could have dosed himself before the gas knocked him out but no no it was in the visor where he where uh, he keeps his antidotes where he keeps his antidotes (laughs) Sherman gives him the pill, but then Penguin shows up with his two mooks, and then it's Home Alone, man. Yeah, it's seriously Home Alone. It is that. It is like uh, gadgets. Four or five minutes gizmos. of the kids very quickly apparently set up a bunch of traps. Then they started going to war with the apartment. Yeah, they use the the utility belt and they figure out yeah there's yeah. gas pellets and they get the bolas the yeah yeah bolas bolas they got nunchucks bolos they be doing Indian burns which it's, it's Operation Foul Play which is very similar as it turns out to Operation Cause and Effect <laughs> turns out both of these operations involve throwing. Um, bolas and, at the thing, and they they do it works. Penguin's tied up, but Penguin's umbrella has a knife, and he cuts himself free. All looks bad until Batman wakes up and punches some guys, and the episode's pretty much over. Yeah, and it ends with Sherman's mom uh, flirting with Batman, flirting with Batman, and Batman says, "Ma'am." Yep. Uh, and the bullies now are Sherman's bitches for for reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they now, now report to him in his little junior detective agency. They're gonna solve the mystery of who's taking the newspaper and, from and lost the dogs and the lost dog. And that's how it ends. That is, I've got Batman in my basement. Yes. And I know that we kind of, you know, normally we go pretty in depth in this. There is no depth in this to go into. I seriously, I don't know. There's nothing. I'm. Please (laughs) skip this up. This episode is. The the animation is uninspired. Yep. Uh, The storyline is just every kid's, you know, dream come true. I guess is to save Batman, and and uh, but the villain is so comically inept. And his mooks are worthless. Definitely not on the Anthony meter. Like, don't even bring up the Anthony meter with this one. <laughs> one. One Milla Anthony. If that. Between them. Yeah. Uh, between them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, just. There is. Even the pacing. Uh, yeah. There's no plot. So there's no time. There's. The, the fights are so like, yeah, the jittery. Fight, yeah, the fight choreography is terrible. The animation and direction. I think this might be the first episode of Batman that takes place entirely during the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another. Everything is super brightly lit. And it looks like an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that is not a compliment. It's, yeah, and they, totally radical. One of the bully kids even says, totally radical. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's so 90s. 
you might as well had like MC Hammer in the background and you know some kids I, playing with pogs. It's, it's so MC dated. Hammer had a cartoon called he did Hammer, Hammer Man. Man. He had I remember magical that. shoes. I would rather have watched an episode of that. <laughs> the shoes knew at once. They had finally found their man. They hopped right on his feet and he became Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Hammer Man was better. Than Batman I, in my I don't basement. Know, I don't know if it was better, but I would <laughs> rather watch it. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Hammerman is better than Batman in the basement. <laughs> hey guys, this is Ben speaking to you from the future. As I was editing this episode, I realized I make a hypothesis here, which is that I would rather watch Hammerman than I've got Batman in my basement. Well... There's only one way to prove a hypothesis, and that's to test it. So I called up Kenny. I said, we're going to set ourselves a goal. We currently, at the time of this recording, have 11 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If we can get that number up to 21, we will record and release a special bonus episode in which we watch an entire episode of the little-known 90s classic Hammerman review it and rank it in our list as though it were a Batman episode. So if you have an account on Apple podcasts, get on there, give us a review, hit that five stars. If you don't accounts are free. Maybe, maybe go ahead and do that. Cause I had to, to make sure that this was a doable experiment. I had to try to find an episode of Hammerman. I did. I only watched enough of it to just click around, make sure it was the entire episode. And oh boy. Oh boy, you guys. Hit up those five-star reviews. Let's make this happen. And now, back to the program. So, I guess... I, I mean... I think we just answered the question that I usually ask at this point, which is, did this hold up? No. no. It was actually kind of interesting. It's like watching a train wreck. You just, it was, we were kind of dumbstruck by, it was, it was not even talent in every aspect. Yeah. The voice actors were, when I say phoning it in, I think they literally might have delivered their voices over the phone. Yeah. With and, no direction or context to their lines. And I don't like kid actors. Uh, they, it's nothing against children. <laughs> I just don't think most children actors, they haven't reached a point where they are able to understand or inflect their voice. This is a great, ex, uh, it just proves my point is this episode with kid actors. Um uh, they just, it's almost like they read the line and they took one take yep. and they're like, all right, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I, did, if, if I'm being generous, may, maybe that's exactly what they did to save their budget for when they had better actors in yeah. the booth. Yeah. Cause it's, time is money and they spend not much of either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so does this one hold up? Does, this does not hold up. In fact, the hell you say, in fact, it does not. <laughs> Now we've now got a little science. Yeah, we've got a little science ritual here. Is this better or worse than the current number seven on our list? Christmas with the Joker. Nope. Nope. Yep. This is this is worse. Yep. Christmas with the Joker had some big set pieces and it had Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. It, it was playful. It, it, yeah. It had a good tone. Yeah. 
People were having fun making that episode. Yeah. It it was it was kind of like a genre throwback. You could imagine seeing it like like the Flesher Superman shorts, like yeah. before a movie in the nineteen forties. Yeah. I cannot see this episode happening anywhere but exactly when and where it happened. Could you imagine this episode in a time capsule and years from now, after all is said and done, they dig it up and they watch it and they're like, This is what people thought Batman was like. <laughs> It you know, scares me. That people, scares me. He's people, bad. People try to tell me that, man, cartoons were so good when we were kids. Nah. And here's the thing. We are watching one of the few shows that is an exception to the rule, which is that everything was shit when we were kids. <laughs> and you remember the good stuff like Batman. And then sometimes there's an episode like this to make you remember, you know what? Even the best show, the quite possibly the best animated show of the 90s was still kind of a mixed yeah, bag. This one, not, yeah. Kids today have it good. Yeah. <laughs> they have Avatar The Last Airbender. Now there's a show. I yeah. <laughs> this one uh well I mean I guess they can't all be winners. They can't all be winners. <laughs> Is this better or worse than number 9 be a clown? That's uh, worse. It's worse. Be a clown was. That had a kid. Yeah, that had a kid and he was a lousy kid and I would take him over yeah. either of these two little shits. Now once again, uh not all children actors are bad, but the Just all the ones of that them. we've seen yeah, in this show in this so show, far. Yes. <laughs> all right, we're we're getting somewhere now. Is this better or worse than number ten? It's never too late. Yeah. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Never, never too late was a very pretty episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, the animation that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it had really good direction. The voice the acting was lighting good. was good. Yeah. The, the remember, music was oh, good. I forgot. Remember the Fabergé egg? It had that glowing red effect, but at the end of the episode, that effect was gone. Did yeah. they forget? Or did I, they not care? I, I don't know. Both? It's, <laughs> maybe, maybe they only had enough budget for like 30 seconds of this effect? I guess so, man. I don't know. Oh, All well. right. Is this episode better or worse than The Underdwellers? Spoilers, it's worse. It is worse. It's worse. The Underdwellers was very well animated. <laughs> it very pretty. Had, had you know, a couple of good music tracks. Well, the environment itself. The sewers were richly detailed. I mean... Batman breaks an alligator's jaw in that episode. That was dumb, but it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Underdwellers is better, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to reevaluate my opinion of the Underdwellers based on... <laughs> I've got Batman in my basement. Like, was I too harsh? Does it deserve to be in the last spot? Well, not anymore. No, no. Because now I've got Batman in my basement. Sits at number 12. Bravo. Bravo. And I'm going to make a prediction. This is my (laughs) hypothesis. Oh, God, I know where you're going with it. By the end of next week, it's going to be at lucky number 13. That's, you know, can't tell for sure until we run an experiment. Because that's what science is. That's why I love science. <laughs> yeah. We figure out all the... We learn all things. kinds of things. Yeah. I've got Batman in my basement, sitting at number 12. Even the title annoys me. Yeah. Like, just you typing that down, didn't that annoy you? It did. <laughs> I don't like looking at it in this list. I've got it typed out right here, and that... Hmm, that's a stinker. Yeah. 
But it's there. Yeah. For all to see. And every time you open up this laptop, it's it's going to be there, just looking at me, when reminding you edit me. edit this, you're going to have to retype it in your computer again. It's true. I'm going to have to find the, you know what, let's, let's look at the little title card. I didn't really, uh, look at these, look at these. We're scrolling through them. Okay. Let's just go through. Look, on leather wings. Look at that. I like that. Oh, that's that's, that's uh, a good very one. Very horror film looking. Yeah. I like that. Christmas with the Joker. Look at that Joker it's face. simplistic with like that old English font. Yeah. Nothing to fear. That is, oh, that silhouette of Scarecrow with the face. That's great. Very Halloween looking. Yeah. The last laugh. You know, it's all right. It's not the best, not but the it's best. a nice image of the yeah, it's, uh, Pretty Poison. Pretty Poison. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of something that would be like in a Cary Grant film. Yeah, okay, I can see that. The Underdwellers, hey. that's a really good one. We got some, you know, Chiaroscuro there. Yeah. Probably pronounced that wrong. I don't know. It's a nice, I don't know, it yeah, could be like a horror film almost. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you know see a the, student uh, film, independent film. And, and you know, it, it puts you in the perspective because it's, it's drawn from the perspective of the children. Right. Looking up, seeing the light, it, yeah. you know, ties in. POV... Uh, clouds. Yeah, it's clouds. got clouds. That's not great. The Forgotten The is Forgotten, great. great one. Yeah, chain barbed fence. wire, chain link fence. That tells the story right there. Yeah. Uh, be, be a, a clown. clown. You know, that this is not great, but that's a good drawing. That is a really good, yeah. We got the shadows of, of Joker and, and... Joker holding hands with a kid at the circus. Yeah, you know something bad's going to go down. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Two-Face. Two that's a classic. I mean... Flipping the Light coin. Light and dark, yin and yang. Yep. And they liked it so much they used it twice. Might as well. It's even never too late. Yeah. And even that, look at that. That looks like yeah, it's a wonderful spotlight. life, the font. We'll link to this in the show notes so you can follow along. And then there's And this. then I've got bet. You know what? You know what? If, if I were to look at... If I were to look at that and try to imagine what the episode is, I would imagine a better episode. It kind of looks like the cover to a Goosebump book. That's true. The font is horseshit, though. Yeah. What even is that? They they do not capitalize Batman. Batman. That is a I proper noun, goddammit. Batman's got to be capitalized. What are you doing? But uh, anyway, what we just did right now, looking at the title cards... Mm-hmm. I got more joy out of that than watching this it, episode. That was great. I would recommend that everybody right now just click on that link in the, uh, in the, in the episode description there. It's, it's just the imager gallery where I'm getting all of these title cards. And boy, they're really good. And don't watch the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, that, uh, I've got Batman in my basement. Well, I've got Jesus. Hopefully Christ. a better episode for next time. We've got <laughs> episode 14 in production order, Heart of Ice. Mm-hmm. And boy, the uh, the fine folks at Wikipedia wrote a whole damn paragraph. You want me to read it? I don't uh, think I've done Yeah, one you yet. haven't done one. Go for <clears> it. <throat> Let me clear my voice. I do apologize for me always coughing. I have been sick well, I have two kids, so I'm never yeah, I'm never, never not healthy. Sick. I do apologize if you're wondering why. Why is that other guy coughing all the time? It's because I'm dying. Um, so anyway, bitter scientist Victor Freeze, as Mister Freeze, attacks several divisions of Goth Corp. Each time, stealing a piece for a secret weapon he intends to build. Batman investigates the connections and discovers that the start of Freeze's vendetta against Gothcorp was a bitter falling out between Freeze and Gothcorp CEO Ferris Boyle, voiced by Mark Hamill, Ooh. during which Boyle almost killed Freeze, mutating him into 
Freeze and presumably killed Freeze's terminally ill wife, Nora. You say presumably. Go on. <laughs> Batman must find a way to bring Boyle, Boyle, Boyle to justice before Freeze carries out his revenge. Uh, note, this episode won the series a 1993 Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing in an Animated Program. All right, further, epi- further evidence supporting my hypothesis that this episode will in fact be better than I've got Batman in my basement. But we won't know. We'll see. Until next time. In the meantime, Kenny, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on my YouTube, which is Weiski TV, also Facebook and Instagram. And that's it for me. <laughs> and I'm on at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. But you can always find us on anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can hit the subscribe button. You can use whatever podcatcher software you like. And if you if you like other episodes, better episodes, <laughs> you can hit that support button. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we do appreciate your, your uh, listening and, uh, and your support. This episode was the struggle for both of us. This, this was a rough one. I drove. I just worked. You drove. A, you you worked hour a shift. full hour, a full day of work. And I drove up here, which is about an hour and a half, to yep. watch I've Got Batman in My Basement. That's how much I love doing this. Though. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, sometimes you pay for the, you pay for the blood, sweat, and tears that went in. You know it. what? But it was worth it. I got to hang out with you, and we yep. got to talk about the one and only Batman. So worth it. You know, I'm, now that it's over, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Because now it's done. It's we over. Never we, have, don't, we don't have to do it. Done. We can watch Heart of Ice next week. Let's watch Heart of Ice for next week. That sounds great. All right. See you next week, folks. <laughs>